have found the Genesis Frequency. This is Dr. Stephen J. Kazmina welcoming you in to another episode of a show that focuses on your whole life prosperity and success. Whole life prosperity and success by cooperating with the universal laws that are available to each and every one of us. This is Quantum Leap Goal Achievement, Radical Personal Transformation, Whole Life Prosperity and Success. Now, stay tuned for another exciting episode that'll move the needle in your life from where you are now to where you want to be. And good morning, good afternoon, good evening, whatever time of day it may be, wherever you are in the world, when you hit that play button, so glad you did. This is Dr. Cause and Effect, Dr. Stephen J. Cosmina, coming at you with another entry of the Genesis Frequency, and so glad to share this with you, that you are here, and that we move forward making those quantum leaps in our lives, those little tiny moves that strategically leapfrog us from where we were to that place where we really want to be. It's not about always working harder, grinding and thinking and thinking and thinking and thinking it all out and using all that brain power. A lot of times it's about dropping out of the head and into the heart. A lot of times it's about suspending activity, the activity of thinking as much as we can. That's what I want to share a little bit today about is, hey, it's time to step back and say, do you spend enough time in the silence? Do you spend enough time in the quietude of your soul, going deeper and deeper and just letting everything become still? I liken it to, you know, you throw a sheet over the bed and you know, it catches the air and there's some thoughts still lingering, like the air holding the sheet up in the air and it just settles and just seeing your mind settle, settle, settle down on the bed like the sheets and get out of the bustling activity that's going on in the mind constantly in that constant inner dialogue. You know, Andrew Carnegie just usually worked mornings. Do you know that there are a lot of very, very successful people that spend a great deal of time in the silence. Leonardo da Vinci was one of them. In fact, I love one of his quotes. He says, nothing strengthens authority so much as silence. That's using silence as a tool in a different way, but um, people, celebrities that practice the silence I mean, the list goes on and on and on. Or practice either the silence or some form of meditation. Einstein, Edison, Da Vinci, Oprah Winfrey, Hugh Jackman, Paul McCartney, Tina Turner, Angelina Jolie, Richard Gere, Eva Mendez, Cheryl Crow, Bill Gates, Will Smith, Kobe Bryant, all meditators. Yes, indeed. And, you know, the list goes on as far as wildly successful business people, Right? Wildly successful entrepreneurs who practice this going into the silence, this stepping aside, doing some form of meditation. Jeff, uh, Jeff Weiner, former Yahoo exec turned uh, LinkedIn CEO, 
Arianna Huffington, I think we all know who she is. There, the list goes on and on. Jerry Seinfeld, Ray Dalio, founder of uh, the world's largest head fund. Bob Stiller, Green Mountain Coffee. Russell Simmons. Wow, Def Jam Records. Joe Rogan, the list goes on. The Joe Rogan Show. Mark Benioff, Andrew Chert, Bob Shapiro. And on and on and on it goes. And so often we're taught and we're brought up that you have to work harder. You get ahead, you got to really put in the time. You got to put in the hours. Well, you know what? Successful people through the ages have proved that, you know, that's not necessarily true. Sure, we have to take action and we have to be diligent with consistent daily efforts, absolutely, positively. But all that time isn't needed or necessary to be spent working harder and driving, driving, driving. Because some people think that's all you have to do and it'll happen. And sometimes that's really providing the resistance to the quantum leap we want to make. Sometimes it is keeping us from seeing what's right in front of us, what's right under our nose. See, when we move into the stillness, and I I truly believe and I practice this, that silence is the answer. And we find the answers in the silence. And Edison was great at this. He took frequent, constant catnaps throughout the day, especially, especially when he couldn't find the solution that he was looking for. And this is what we can all do, is to step back from the busyness, step back from the thinking, step back from the intellectual activity that we have grown to believe, whether it's true or not, is, is a whole nother talk for a whole nother show. But we've grown to believe that it's that activity of the, the intellect that's going to find the solution. And I believe it's quite the opposite. The less activity of the intellect is going to move us into the solution when we learn to deliberately and intentionally move into the silence, move into that quiet space and tap into infinite intelligence. The answers are already there. Everything's already been created. The solution's already there. But even Einstein said we can't find the answer while we spend time in the same energy that created the problem in the first place. And of course, I'm paraphrasing. But that's so important to understand. If we stay in that energy of the problem, looking at it, flipping it over, looking at it from the side, looking at it by spinning it upside down and just looking at the problem and staying in that energy, we're too close to it. We have to shift perspectives. We have to get out of that energy. I say in almost every podcast that the formula is always the same. Thoughts plus feelings plus actions equals results. Where do we change? We don't change at the level of the results, the problem, what's showing up, right? That's not where we find the solution. We call that balance sheet syndrome or report card syndrome, We point to the report card. This is where it really came from. We learned that at a young age. Point to the report card. The teacher, the parents are saying, look at these grades. 
And all that measures is where we were in consciousness, where our, our head was for a certain period of time when we either took a test or, or maybe we were having a bad day in class and we were just, hey, we wanted to get out of there and spend time in the silence perhaps. But report card syndrome tells us, look at these results. We got to change these results. So we look at them and we say, what do we got to do to change these results? We focus on the results. We got to change that D to a C to a B or that D to an A and D to a B and sat unsatisfactory to satisfactory. And we're focusing on the problem. These grades that are showing up here, that's the problem. And all that energy is going into the problem. That's what Einstein meant when he said you can't stay in that energy and expect to find a solution. And that report card syndrome turns into balance sheet syndrome when we're talking about in business. So this, this all carries over individuals, small businesses, corporation, balance sheet syndrome. Look at the numbers. Look at the numbers. We got to change these numbers. These numbers aren't good. These numbers, are, the numbers don't lie. And it's, yeah, well, that, that may be true. But staying in that energy doesn't move you towards solutions. So in your personal life, in your professional life, you have to take that step back and get into a different energy. You have to make that shift. And we do so by stepping back, spending time using meditation, or just sitting in the silence, shutting everything off, unplugging from everything, all distractions, no TV, maybe some soft music, no phone, no smartphone, no email, just like the tech people tell you to do when there's trouble with your computer or your computer box or your cable or whatever it is, they tell you what? Unplug, unplug and move. Let everything reset. Move your position to a different place. And I really strongly advise everybody to do this. This is a non-negotiable practice of mine. Every morning at times during the day and as I lay down my head to sleep at night. Spending time in the silence, quiet contemplation or not, but silence, mindfulness. Mindfulness is being fully present in the moment without judgment, right? So we're not judging the thoughts that come and go. In fact, we're not even paying attention to thoughts. We're just letting them move out, just agreeing to deal with them at a different time. So mindfulness, no judgment, a place of compassion for ourselves, for others, peace, calm, and just moving to that place of quietness. Not thinking about the problem. Not thinking of a solution. In this place, we're not really coming from a different energy or anything to trying to find our solution. We're just moving away from it at this point, at this stage. And often, especially in our stress-filled lives, just stating words that have an energy about them. Remember, everything is about energy. We live in an ocean of motion. Everything is moving. We live in vibration and energy. All there is is energy. So we want to tap into that different, different frequency, that different vibration that moves us out of the problem and gets us started along the way to a new 
way of thinking, a new way of looking, a new perspective on everything. And we can do that. We can shift energy by simply stating some words. See, we don't want to move right into affirmative statements. We can do that. And sometimes that helps for a lot of people. We can, we can state things like, I am calm and peaceful. I am so happy and grateful. And then fill in the blanks, whatever it is you want to experience. But often if we are really, really, really stressed and we start to move right into those affirmations, we have the monkey chatter still going on that's saying, no, you're not, no, you're not, no, you're not, no, you're not arguing with us, right? So what we want to do, if that's the case, and I'm not saying that it's the case for everyone, what seems to work for me if it's a really stress-filled week or day or something that I'm looking to find a solution for, I just speak the words because words in and of themselves has, have an energy about them. Words like serenity, tranquility, peace, calm, poise breath. See, all those words moved you as you listened to them. And if they didn't, well, then you really got to move into the silence and listen to them again, because words have an energy about them. And we know this is true. There's been work done with, with, with water, and words are spoken, and we see how Water arranges itself and ice crystals arrange themselves with words like love and words like anger, hate. And it's really the feelings, the feeling energy that we move into, the frequency that we shift into when we say these words, when we contemplate these words and the meanings they have for us in our lives. So that's one way we start to begin the journey, the process from dropping out of intellect, dropping out of our head into our heart and shifting our energy. And from this quiet place, we find that connecting point without even trying to infinite intelligence. And our answers may or may not come during that time of silence. They may come at another time. But it, it is the instigation, the instigator of the idea, you know, getting steered up in there and, and, and moving towards us, moving into our field of consciousness, it all starts because of our time in the silence, because we let everything settle, right? We let everything settle, and the inspiration may come way far removed for our from our time in the silence, See, we might spend 15 minutes in the silence, for perhaps in the morning, because it's, it's been really stressed. We're thinking about yesterday's problem, but we're starting to be disciplined now, so we spend time in the silence. We start to form this habit of just sitting in the quiet, right? Well, being disciplined in doing that, we might stop at the grocery store on the way home. We might meet an old friend, an old colleague, business associate, employee, stranger. And they may say something that delivers the perfect and right answer, but it's because we shifted our energy that morning. We have practiced opening up this space 
in consciousness. And what we're really doing is we're expanding our conscious awareness. Think of conscious awareness as think of a real, really tiny, small, like a BB, like a real small ball. And then think of something a little bigger, like a marble. And then what's bigger than that? Maybe a ping pong ball or a golf ball. And then a volleyball, then a basketball, then a beach ball, you know, just bigger and bigger and bigger. That's what's happening with our conscious awareness. We're increasing our awareness through working with the silence and more of these things, which were there all the time, but there's room now. They move into our field of conscious awareness and we find the answers in the strangest places. It just starts showing up and it's a great thing to experience and it'll work absolutely amazing wonders in your life if you just would engage in the practice give yourself a trial try it try it but do it don't try it for one day you know it takes a while to form a new habit it takes a while to make a shift in consciousness do it for at least 21 days 21 days is a good number that establishes a new habit in our lives, in our practice. And if you, you know, there's an old, and I'll paraphrase again, there's an old ancient wisdom piece that uh, says, hey, I don't have, uh, what is it? If you don't have uh, half an hour to meditate, well, then you should probably meditate for an hour, something like that. I don't know. I'll have to look it up. I'll share it on the next show. But the thing is, if you can't spend 10 minutes, 15 minutes in the silence, you should probably spend a half an hour because it will serve you so well. And we have to train. What we're doing is we're training our subconscious mind as well. We're training all that we are, that this is our time, that's non-negotiable, and we are not going to give in. It must settle down. And over a course in time, and I know there's, I acknowledge and respect, because I was one of them, that there are people out there that say, hey, I can't do that. I just, my mind is just going and going and going and going. Well, then you, then you actually need it more, and your mind will settle, but we have to train it. And we've trained our mind to do things, right? We've trained our mind to speak languages. We've trained our mind to, to learn to do things that we do. We can train our mind to do this, and we can talk more about that moving forward because our time's almost up here for today. But if this is so important on our path to living a successful life, personally and professionally, whether it's in our relationships, whether it's in our small businesses, whether it's in the boardroom, whether it's in our corporate environment with our team or the department that we're working on, it doesn't matter. This is our lives that we're talking about, and this is so necessary to get clarity that sees from a a perspective above what possible solutions can be. It's all about perspective. It's all about getting clarity. When everything is jumbled, when everything is foggy, when everything is muddy, we're going to get jumbled, foggy, and muddied results. So we have to move to that place of clarity. And one of the best ways to do it is by practicing the silence. Even mindfulness, meditation, something that helps you establish a practice of settling the mind, settling the thoughts, getting out of the intellect to that place where you can think illogically, right? And allow the solutions to flow 
instead of pressing hard to create them from intellect. Hey, that's all the time we got today. I cannot believe that 20 minutes is up already. Thank you for so much for listening in. Again, this is Dr. Cause, Dr. Cause and Effect, Dr. Stephen J. Kuzmina, inviting you to reach out. Hey, you want to talk about this further? You want to help identify? You want some help identifying what it is that you want for your life to get you thinking bigger? Most of us think too small. What is it? What is the big dream, the aspiration, the goal, the wish, the objective, the intention? Let's identify it, so make sure you have the right one. Let's find what's been keeping you stuck up until this point in your life. And let's get some answers that will truly move you from where you are now to where you want to be. Let's talk about those things. It's all free to my listeners. You can reach out at Stephen, S-T-E-P-H-E-N, at successocean.com. And you can just, hey, ask for my calendar. We'll get on a call and we'll talk about it. Also looking, too, to interview uh, executive-minded entrepreneurs that want to hey, up their game a little bit, move into an executive-level income or a larger executive-level multi-six-figure-a-year income. Uh, Looking to talk to some of you, too, to see if an opportunity I have available would be right to fit into your world. So reach out, Stephen, at successocean.com, S-T-E-P-H-E-N, at successocean.com, and I'll send you my calendar, and we'll schedule a call together. For right now, I'm wishing you an infinitely spectacular day. God bless you. Thanks for listening. See you next time.